Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. So we wound up making a year-end clip show for this New Year's Eve. Normally shows do this and they pick clips that are probably their most popular or maybe the funniest. We wound up picking the ones that were the most wrong. So uh, it's a little longer than a normal show. We wound up getting several clips. It's about an hour and a half long, a little longer. I uh, hope you enjoy it. hope it tides you over till Monday when we start the new year with a brand new show. So uh, without further ado... Here's uh, some of the worst clips, the uh, most wrong clips of the year. This clip comes from episode 210, Best If Used by Tony, released on February 25th. Lawmaker asks if swallowed camera can be used for female exam. <laughs> so this story hilariously comes out of Idaho. <laughs> Which we just recently rediscovered yeah. was part yeah. of America. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so, uh, Republican, shocker, uh, Representative Vito <laughs> Barbieri. <laughs> um, made this fucking incredibly stupid uh, comment or question. Um, during testimony on a bill that would ban doctors from pre- prescribing abortion-inducing medication through telemedicine. Um, and he, asked, he actually asked if, instead of a gynecological exam, if the women could just swallow a camera. And he had to be told <laughs> that that would be impossible because this shit pings people Tom, <laughs> the thing I is, can't. is I've walked in in the middle of my night, my, the middle of the night, to my wife shitting out of her vagina. <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> she just like ripping out a deuce, like right. I was like, "What? Well, Come on, that's, that's where the this is where poo comes from, <laughs> right here." <laughs> this is a dude who thinks that women just have a down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she gave birth to a food baby. I mean, come on. <laughs> The worst part is when she has, like, corn and peanuts in there. Oh, my you know? God. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You know, if you throw a little cilantro and some lime juice in there, you can make a salsa, oh. though, I think. <laughs> this is a man who makes laws. <laughs> who thinks that, Who thinks that? like, there's, like, another region, right? you know? Like, oh, look. It, 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 I, what the fuck is this guy thinking? <laughs> <laughs> this man's wife must have been appalled. Appalled, like no, come on. Honey. He hasn't seen the he hasn't seen the JJ in a long time. <laughs> Just, Wait, it, I can't understand. You know, uh, somebody who would say this, why they would be so against sodomy? You know, if that's the right. case, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the whole time he's been married to somebody who's not a woman, oh. and he's been like thinking that's, he comes home and he's like, "That's a vagina." You told me. Damn it, I thought it was weird that your name was Bill. 
what an unbelievable lack of understanding about how half of the humans on Earth it's work. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's the it? people. <laughs> you can swallow a camera. Just eat a camera. Like, when you want to see fuck? a woman's vagina, have her eat a camera. What the fucking fucking? You see, when when a woman eats a camera, <laughs> it goes down into the belly, and then it makes a camera baby. It comes out of her hula. And, and then nine months later, she gives birth to a beautiful DSLR. <laughs> it takes with a with a prime lens kit right there. What are you talking about? Oh, that's amazing. There's a dude who can't understand how bodies work. I just yeah, I just swallow a camera. <laughs> yeah, you know you could swallow a camera too to uh, to to check out to see if you have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> See, there's a tube that connects the <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Women aren't a series of tubes. You see, but there is a, down there, there is they're a just tube. like a yeah. dump truck full of scary parts. <laughs> I don't know. They just have bits and bobs all flipping and flopping around down there. What goes on in the yoga pants stays in the yoga <laughs> you have pants. No idea what's coming out, what's going in. You just all the different holes are interchangeable <laughs> down there. There's there's three holes down there. I can't figure this out. This clip comes from episode two eleven. OJ Purple Stuff. Oh, Bloody D. Released on March second. So this story comes from CapitalNewYork.com. I'm not sure if that's really a thing. De Blasio to end Metzizv's consent forms. It's <laughs> <laughs> very close. All right, I, I let me give it a shot here. Met Metziza 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 Metziza. <laughs> consent forms. It's nice because there is a zit right in the middle. It's getting squoze by the other two sides. There it is. Yeah. It's getting squoze by some za from New York. And there's the Mets there. <laughs> the Mets is a, which means what? Well, uh, the Mets is a consent form refers to the consent form that parents have to fill out before a rabbi can suck their infant's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after slicing a piece of it off. And they're getting rid of these consent forms. Look. Because the rabbis thought they were discriminatory. You don't want to take away uh, the mole's prixie sticks. You know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. They want... You did that on purpose as <laughs> I was drinking. drinking. You did that on purpose. You don't want to take those away. Why did they, like, come home all the moles? The, the moles? Is that what they call them? Moils? Moles. Moils. 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 The moils, they moils. all come home, and they're, like, looking through the fridge. They're, like, pink stuff, purple stuff. <laughs> Ooh, bloody D. <laughs> That's what I had at work all day. <laughs> you know, sometimes you come home and Honey, you, just can you just put a Heineken in the fridge for me? <laughs> oh, God. Tired of get a bellyache from drinking all that baby penis oh, blood. God. I just fucking drink the fucking. And you know, the other that thing is the about most that job. foul shit ever, by the way. Well, I, I cannot even imagine as a parent <laughs> being like, yeah, you should probably suck his dick. That's fine. What kind of job? Seriously, what kind of job is sucking a baby penis blood? I'd rather be a bukkake model. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be a better. 
You know, although know, the beard is, it's not good. For no, me. I mean it just, uh, it just like that's yeah. fucking God. wash, rinse, and repeat. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they're scrubbing for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> It's crusty like chimp hair. Oh in there. God! Let it just break off. It's like <laughs> you got a big patch of your beard gone, flaking and pulling oh, off. Disgusting. You know, there. I, I know I've said this before, but like, this is one of those jobs that I, I always have to wonder about your first day. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because there's always that first day, no matter what job it is. I don't sure. care if it's an office job. It's a little awkward. Sure. You're not real sure what you're doing. It's like, man, yesterday, I have not sucked any baby dicks. Yeah. <laughs> But today, you're crossing a boundary. Yeah. You don't uncross, exactly. my friend. Exactly, yeah. Like, you're like a masseuse in happy endings. You know what I mean? Right. Like, at a certain point, it's like, well, I guess I'm that guy yeah, now. I'm that guy. And, you know, and I have an infant son. And sometimes when you unleash him, he just pees. So you might get a mouthful of blood. Although, at that point, after you've already fucking cut them down there... No, maybe not. There's literally nothing else they're doing but screaming. That's that that's probably yeah. very true. Yeah. And I guess, you know, it would be kind of like a nice like antiseptic mouthwash at that point, oh, kinda God. I think you're you're clearly not a discriminatory person about what you put in your mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you're like licking the fucking bugs off the fender of a car. You're just standing at the bottom of an escalator just licking the bar <laughs> like <"Argh." laughs> Yeah, it's fucking crazy though. It's, 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 basically, this law says that uh, that people could sign a consent form to allow this sort of thing. And one of the things that it says here, it says, and they want to get rid of it, right? They want to get rid of it so that they can they can just basically allow whoever they want to do this. Yeah, they, right? they don't want to get rid of the practice. They, they want to get rid of the necessity for the consent form. Right? And it says here, in exchange for abandoning the consent forms. <laughs> The coalition of rabbis negotiating with City Hall agreed that if a baby is diagnosed with HSV1, the community would identify the mole in question and ask him to undergo testing. If the mole tests positive for HSV1, the city's health department would test the DNA strain to see if it matches the infants. And you're like, what the fuck kind of terrifying fucking practice is that? You know, it... it it's the, the only way we're going to do this is if a newborn is damaged. We're right. only we're not going to act. We're not going to do anything at all until someone is actually damaged. Could you imagine if they're like, OK, well, we're just going to fucking. OK, so the kid died in the back of a Volkswagen. We're only going to allow Volkswagens to have car seats from right. now on. There's yeah. no other car seats ever. That's it, it. It's actually a little worse than that, because if the two sets of DNA match, then there's a repercussion. But if the mole, if if the DNA doesn't match, the mole's still allowed to perform it, even though we know he has fucking herpes simplex one. Well, come on now. Kids these days, they're getting herpes younger and younger. <laughs> just, hey, who knows who gave it to who, huh? Exactly, right? right? This kid could be out clubbing all night. Right. You, you never no know. idea. Those fucking pacifiers, you Look, know, man. like that's a sign. <laughs> Sharing pacifiers with somebody else. Because what they said is that, that the consent forms offended members of the Jewish sects who rejected the link and found the forms to be an impingement on their religious freedom. It's just a consent form. How does that impinge upon their religious freedom? They're clearly still doing it. Yeah. They still have all yeah. of the freedom to suck baby dick that they want. <laughs> and they're like the only ones that have the freedom to suck baby. Because there's not anyone else who's like, it's not like if you're just like, uh, what you doing? I'm just sucking this baby dick. 
Why? I'm the pizza delivery guy. What the fuck? What do you? What? I just carry this baby around with me. Just in you know. case. Right. Yeah. There's not big protests either, like the million man baby dick march, right. you know, where they're just like, we want to suck some baby dick. Nobody's yeah. doing that. This is not the defining uh, this, issue of our time. These are literally the only people in our culture that want to suck baby dicks. <laughs> and you got to And you got to placate motivation. them? You have to placate this tiny subsect of people who want to put a baby penis in their mouth? What are we What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why are we placating them? I can't. Why are we just like, oh, yeah, all those fucking child sex rules that we have in place. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get off on it, but if you don't let him do it, yeah. he gets real mad. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Kind of sounds like somebody who has a vested interest in putting penises in his mouth. <laughs> just saying. Right. Yeah. Your fucking thoughts betray you, Luke. What the fuck? <laughs> This clip comes from episode 213, The Burning Bush, released on March 12th. Well, here's a happy little story from the friendly atheist. In the footsteps of the prophet, Australian Muslim marries a child and pays the price for it. Um, so basically a Lebanese dude um, was determined to marry a 12-year-old girl he saw in a mosque. Um, and with the help of the relatives, he organized a ceremony... Mm-hmm. To marry the twelve-year-old, right? Got a cleric. I don't know how he found one. Got a cleric to agree to marry the couple. Um, okay. To call them a couple is sort of horrifying. Um, and then he impregnated her. So there you oh. go. Did she? Did she? Did she come to term with the baby, Tom? No, she miscarried. Aww. Well, everything was going so well beforehand. Right, it was a match made in oh. heaven. What a shame. You know, there's a there's a reference here, they say, in the footsteps of the prophet, and that actually references uh, a poem. The footsteps, you know the footsteps poem, right? I do, you know, I do you know, know the, the footsteps, footsteps poem. poem. Except for, it's, it's, this is a Muslim oh. version, and oh, no. uh, there's only one set of footprints, and that's because the prophet and his wife are walking, and she's still being swaddled. <laughs> so that's why there's only one set of footprints. Oh, no. So, uh... Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you say about this other than what this is? I don't know, Cecil. I really don't know if if religion was the driving force that caused <laughs> this. But at the fucking very least, it was the justification that sure. made this possible. Absolutely. It's not like this guy is, you know, uh, this guy, I'm sure, did not do this because he was religious. He did this because he's a creep. Right. Right. You do this. You don't do this because you're religious. You do this because you're a creep. But <laughs> you justify it after the fact and you get other people to let you be a fucking creep. Right. Because you're thing. a religious person. He took advantage of the religious infrastructure to make this possible. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, what they say in this in the thing that he pays the price for it. Um, what did he wind up? going to jail for several years. He paid the price for it, but at the wedding shower, I think they all paid the Fisher price for it. And they gave her all the stuff. You know, like the little... You can't give a kid like that a full kitchen. you got to give her like the Betty Crocker kitchen, one with like the little fake... She's got, baking a wedding cake a, what is by light called? bulb. What is that thing called? The the what is that cake? The fucking Betty, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the easy bake oven. Easy bake oven. oven. That's what it's called. There you yeah. go. Yeah, 
It's pretty easy for her to point on the doll where the bad man touched her since she still has all of her dolls. All of her dolls. Yeah, I mean, like, pretty easy. You just be like, well, I could show you in graphic detail where he touched me. <sighs> yeah. You know, the, the couple was registered at Macy's and Toys R Us. Toys R Us. So yeah. it was pretty difficult right. to make a choice yeah. as to... As to where to get them there, you know, it, they could they could use the you know multi purpose the ceremony of the wedding for her middle school graduation as well. So, <laughs> so while oh, no. <laughs> while you know they, either that or I mean because she was what twelve, yeah, you know, right, yeah. Well, so she's oh, a sixth guy, grader. Yeah. Oh, that's true. This guy's not going to wait. Who are we kidding? Yeah, this is a sixth grader. So yeah, you don't want to. The thing is that they're they're an old maid by yeah, the time get they get to little, high little school. Long, a little long in the tooth at that point. Right? You know what I mean? In, in the, and by long in the tooth, I think what you mean is they have lost all of their baby teeth. <laughs> and they're and just they very kidding. literally have their actual they're longer just, teeth. Just they have, getting it in. Yeah. 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 When, you're, when your 12-year molars come in, I mean, then <laughs> you really, I mean, you're second tier oh, no. at that point. Right. Right. Is, I wonder if that is one thing that they do, if they, if they look a goof bride in the mouth to see if they, she's actually got <laughs> all of her teeth. Jesus. Her, her her new teeth, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's it's and that can be difficult because yeah. often the you know the brides at this age they still have their braces on. Oh God. You know, um, but it's better yeah. now because the Invisalign makes it easier well, to yeah, see back. Yeah, that totally and, does. And it totally makes sure does. that yeah. they're yeah, you know, still young enough to wed. You don't want to you don't want to get you don't wait until they fully mature. Right, Cecil. That would right. be that would be a horror. I mean, because then they might think a thought. You can't have that. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Man, you know, I just wonder, I wonder, Cecil, where, oh, where could this <laughs> idea's genesis have come from? Because in order for this to have occurred, this creepy fucking pedophile dude right. had to get the collusion of the relatives and then the, the cleric. So there was like a whole system of people. I mean, what possible justification could he have given? What, what, I don't know, what code, what kind of, what kind of cultural hero could he have? Oh, right. (laughs) Muhammad the pedophile. I was going to say John Wayne, but okay. (laughs) I guess we'll go with Muhammad. The, uh, the, the thing that bothers me about this story, besides all of it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do not use the singular. I said besides all of it. Okay. But this person, Tassawar, I think is how you'd say their name, pleaded guilty to the offense of solemnization of a marriage by an unauthorized person and was fined $500, and his religious leader visa was canceled. This is the person who married them. Can we just... If you were to like supply, let's say I were to go to you, Tom, and be like, hey, you got a young girl I could fuck? And you would say, yeah, I seem to kidnap young girls all the time. I would like you to come in and to my establishment and let me let you have sex with one of my young girls. I could go into your establishment, this fake establishment that I've created for you, Tom. Where I don't you, want this establishment. You're a, a, you're a child pimp. I don't want uh, What is happening in this scenario? <laughs> so you wind up. Letting me have sex with it. Do you think you would just be charged with like five hundred dollars for like solicitation with a minor or something? Like you would be really, really fucked for that. I mean, you would like. I would imagine that you would be completely throw, throw the book at you. I can't imagine that this person doesn't face some more harsh penalty for facilitating this because he really was the one who facilitated it. Without yeah, I, his blessing, would have never happened. I don't understand why all parties involved like. 
the the relatives who allowed them contact who were like because everybody in their duty to protect this this girl failed in their duty absolutely everybody who had an opportunity to stop this pedophile and I, and the I have to really think that the only thing that could have induced them to to put aside their common fucking sense that says that a grown man should not be marrying that's a gross word to even use here because there was nothing this yeah. was not a marriage right she I didn't think, consent yeah. to this marriage yeah right right so to call this a marriage is really a, a, a bastardization of that word. Without consent, how can there be marriage? If sure. marriage is a contract, so, so, but the inducement here had to come from. So it had to come from this cultural bias that says that either women are property to be given away, or, or I don't even know what's the second. Like, what are the other options? Like, women are property, or that, or that, or that women at at the age of. Of 10, 11, 12, it's okay to sexualize them and pimp them out? Do you, can you, I, I can't, I can't see how you look at this and say like, yes, that is the society we want to create. That is how we want to treat girls. That is how we protect the young people in our society. This clip comes from episode 214, Corn Hub, released on March 16th. This story comes from Metro.co.uk. Family of 14 <laughs> escaped Christian cult where birth control was banned. This is one of those stories where you don't need the second line of the headline. Because when you have a family of 14, I think it's pretty motherfucking safe to say that birth control was banned. <laughs> That's a fucking litter of kittens. I'll tell you, they were in, they were in New Zealand. That's where they they wound up. They they were in New Zealand and they escaped. No, they were Mordor. <laughs> well, no, how they escaped? Um, they just formed a human chain and then they reached <laughs> the Australian mainland. That's how they escaped. So, so good on them, you right? Know? Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. There's a picture of this. There's like a picture of like a newlywed couple, like fucking smoochy smoo, like in yeah. a uh, in like a weird. Oh, I thought one of them was a corpse. <laughs> You know, column A, column right, B. Right, fair enough. I'm not, and there's like all these dudes with like the fucking skinny black tie that like means yeah, that you're yeah. like a religious nut. Like they're like carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're all in the same uniform and it all looks horrible, you right. know you're a religious yeah. nut at that point. It, 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 yeah. and, and like the, oh, hang on a minute. I got to put my bonnet on. Oh, <laughs> you're crazy religious. <laughs> Ah, uh, I get it. 14 people escape. Did you see the picture of their swimming? Hold on a minute. We're not uh, done with the pictures. Yeah, no, yeah. The swimming they is awesome. They swim. These women are covered fucking neck down to their fucking... Yeah, they all look like toe. Mary Poppins, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they look like Mary Poppins. It's like, like, it's like Victorian England right. again. Yeah. They're all the least sexy maid yeah. possible. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And they're like swimming in a big swimming pool? In their clothes. Yeah, oh yeah, all of them. It's like, yay, tra-la-la, let's go swimming. You know what I love swimming in? 12 pounds of fabric fucking cotton water Literally absorbing. my entire wardrobe. Yeah, That's right. what I like swimming in. That's called drowning. Yeah. That's not even called swimming. <laughs> it's called floundering until you it, it, it fucking wind up breathing fucking water. That's, when you escape with 14 people, though, 
mean, you're on like the underground radio railroad. That's like six cars. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> like, you can't even get It's not even one. You can't even put them in one. Dude, that's actually. That's actually more people than Indiana Jones led out of the Temple of Doom. It's like a larger standing army than France. (laughs) You can invade Moscow in the winter with this one family. When they ran away, when the family ran away, this is what it sounded like. (laughs) They ran all into their clown car. And they got in their big clown car, and then they drove away. Well, and and, who, and they, I mean, the clown car is kind of apt at this point because the woman's vagina is like bozo buckets. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like it's you bag a truck up into the thing. Like bozo buckets? Are you kidding me? It's like bozo dumpster. <laughs> at some point, bozo waste management. <laughs> fourteen kid, oh, fourteen. At some point, you're like, yeah. uh, honey, we're at a dozen. Maybe we should stop at a dozen. Because it's a goddamn dozen. Oh, my gosh. It's outrageous. The you can have like a whole sweatshop that's yours. Yeah, right? Basically your sweatshop. Like, when you have so many kids that Nike is interested in optioning you for, yeah, for work. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. just too many fucking yeah, And kids. when they work, it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show, you should just play that clip. And nothing else. <laughs> just just the whole the whole thing. <laughs> when they pray. <laughs> Sexy times. <laughs> well, that's about how fast you have to be if you have 14 kids, <laughs> right? You really got to get it in there. It's like, Jeez. Hang on a minute. We are going to wake up the other 13. You know? <laughs> you gotta, that's a, The problem is just like, hold on, we're going to have sex. Don't give birth. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it on the calendar. Oh, Honey, we're going to have sex next Tuesday. No giving birth. It's really oh. inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and when the kid comes out, he's fully clothed. You know what I mean? Like, with a bonnet yeah, on he's his head. got a bonnet on right. it. It's soaked in his little little outfit. It's like so. it's like the baby comes out and it's like, do you want the skinny tie or the bonnet? I don't know. Is it a boy or it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Just throw it in the pool fully yeah. clothed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. And then she winds up chucking him in the pool and it sounds like this. <laughs> So many emails like your last uh, show sucked. You just uh, played the same clip a hundred times. This clip comes from episode two twenty. That's the kicky one, released on April thirteenth. So this story comes from the raw story. Pat Robertson forbids soccer on Sundays, and God will make your kids rich, rich like Chick Fil A. That's just. Spectacular! I think we got to hear this from Robertson's own mouth. All right, so this is Pat Robertson, 700 Club. He's going to have uh, his assistant read it, and then he's going to respond. This is Terry, who says, My nephew is a 15-year-old high school freshman on the soccer team. His games are on Sunday mornings, and they even had a tournament on Good Friday. My sister and nephew are Christians. She feels torn as it appears they're putting sports before their faith as they miss church often during soccer season. This seems to be a prevalent problem today, sports versus church faith. 
He's hoping for a soccer scholarship, and Mom wants to support his passion for soccer, but she also wants to honor the Lord and feels they should be in church. She she is torn and having a hard time finding any peace in all of this. What are your thoughts? There's a restaurant. It's called Chick-fil-A. Yeah. My... Uh... My my wife calls it Chickafil. I said, no, darling, it's Chick-fil-A, <laughs> Chickafil. But in any event, uh, Mr. Kathy decided years and years ago that he was going to resist pressure and close on Sunday. That he wasn't going to do business on the Lord's Day and he wasn't going to make his employees work on the Lord's Day. Well, Mr. Kathy, from a little fish fillet up to a, a huge chain, is a multi-billionaire before he passed away. And uh, this, the restaurant is as popular. They're lined up to get into it. It is unbelievable on a, on a uh, Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon about 1 or 2 o'clock. Try to get into a Chick-fil-A. They're just, the lines all strength all around. Try to get in one on Sunday. It's even harder. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have to break in to get in. into the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And then you're disappointed because then you're still in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and you got to cook it yourself. Right? Jeez. It's like, this is just basically a McChicken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. on it. Yeah. But what the fuck? Yeah. I haven't ever eaten one. Have you? No, I've never yeah, had never one. Had I, but it's still just a, it's a breaded fried chicken sandwich on a bun. Yeah. It can't be. It's, I'm sure it's not that great. It's a fucking, it's a fucking chicken, man. I, right? I, I mean, look. If if I made some fucking delicious fried chicken and had like a really high quality bun and had some uh, like great ingredients, do I think I can make a great fried chicken sandwich? Fuck yeah, I could. Do I think they're doing that at Chick Fil A? <laughs> no, it's a uh, McChicken sandwich. Oh, we're gonna get the emails about I know. that. You guys never <laughs> been to a Chick Fil A. You still talk about Chick Fil A. There's only like four of them out here. There's there there's not a lot of them. They're not. No, there's not. There's very there's few of them. And I just never had the desire to go to one. I don't want to go to one. Closed on Sunday. It's the only day I eat chicken. <laughs> rest of the day, the rest of the damn time, I'm eating beef or pork or babies. Yeah, human babies. Why they were faithful to the Lord? Now listen. Wait, they were faithful to the Lord. That's why he sold yeah, his wasn't... soul for chicken sandwiches. That's a... <laughs> that's it. You know, it's amazing that that there's so many faithful poor people. Yeah, and yet this guy's faithful and super ultra mega rich. Maybe what we could do instead is have uh, a super faithful middle class. Yeah. <laughs> that never happened. Right? Never happened. Why is it one way or the other? It's like you want to meet some fucking really really religious people, go to fucking some really poor neighborhood. Here's how you get rich: be faithful to the Lord. And be successful at business. Those are right, exactly. Like, it's, like, it's like how to get a date. Don't be unattractive, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking super easy. If you're if right. you have good business sense and you're faithful to the Lord, right? That's, that's yeah. The, I, I was yeah. Fa look. It's three things, man. Venture capital. <laughs> Savvy business sense. And close on Sunday. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I know sports are important, but the time, uh, you, you know that man, uh, they did the, the movie about who was the runner. He wouldn't run on Sunday. He wouldn't do this. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, so which is more important, Jesus or soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute.
wait a minute. I got to pick which of the two I care less about? <laughs> That's literally impossible. That's impossible. You're right. I forgot. First of all, I can go weeks without even remembering that soccer is something. <laughs> How often do you even think? Like, I don't. Soccer is one I of those don't. sports that when you say it, I have to pause for a second and be like, that's the kicky one. <laughs> I don't, who fucking cares? Kicky one? And God can make a way for your son without having to compromise his faith. And you just tell the coach, I am not going to have my son play on Sunday. We are not going to play on Good Friday. We're not going to play on Easter. We're not. Easter's a Sunday. It's fucking redundant. <laughs> not gonna like. There's a whole bunch of fucking soccer games on Easter anyway. Yeah. Uh, fucking put your fucking finger right in that coach's <laughs> face and be like, "We're not playing fucking soccer on fucking Easter." Sunday. Like, we don't have any games lined up. <laughs> it's a holiday. Settle down, <laughs> you fucking insane. I, I would just turn back if I was a coach. Be like, "Then I'm not gonna put your son in the game because he's not gonna get practice. Yeah. He's gonna suck on the team." I know that's and and the thing is, is he says right afterwards, "We're gonna honor God, and if you don't like it, he can't participate." And he won't participate. The thing is, is like you're saying, "Well, if you don't like it, he can't participate." And what they're saying is, if he doesn't go to the requisite things, then he can't participate. Right. So this is a fucking. It's it. You're both saying the same thing. You're fired. You're quit. I quit. Who cares? You're fucking gone. It doesn't matter. And he happens to be your star. Well, you're not going to get a star. So yeah. Okay. So you tell him. You say even if he's the star player. Let's say he's the star fucking player on your goddamn soccer team. Okay. Are they going to change everybody else's schedule in the entire league that is multi-school league to figure out how fucking little Johnny fucking Jesus freak is going to get there on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't fucking care. I don't care if you're fucking Pele. They're not going to fucking change the league for you. And what fucking difference does it make if you're the fucking local soccer hero? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like the coach is just some fucking dad. You know, it's not like he's getting paid. It's not like he's like, oh, man, we'll lose our fucking Nike endorsements. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, then we'll just yeah. win a few less games. Yeah. At the end of the day, it literally means nothing. It's a fucking irrelevant thing. Who fucking cares? It's a self-esteem oh, builder for the kids. That's all it is. Right. Oh, man. But look, none of them are going to go on to play professional soccer in America. <laughs> are you kidding? I'd rather be a hobo. Are you kidding me? You still have to have another job. You do. You've got to buy your own fucking pitch cleats, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a professional soccer player and the UPS guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get so many soccer like, emails okay. now. You gotta, you have to like kick your your ball around your cardboard box under fucking Lakeshore <laughs> Drive or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like you're in the locker room taking your weekly shower to get the fucking street like the street dirt off of you. <laughs> Which would seem weird, but all the other players are homeless, yeah. too. You have to survive on, like, the leavings that are left in the arena, like the popcorn that's on the <laughs> ground and shit. <laughs> like, after the game, they don those fucking, the, like, the fucking security smocks and just, like, grab the stick with up. the pokey on it. Uh, this is the only time they get a chance to drink unfinished beers. <laughs> They're like, the whole team is powered exclusively by half-drunk beers and licking the fucking nacho cheese out of little plastic containers. <laughs> oh, God. We are going to get so much mail from so many people who love We're soccer We're the Jacksonville so Jacksonville Jalapenos. Oh, God. 
And we are here to play soccer and eat your leftovers. Uh, oh, that's awesome, man. But I guess that assumes that there's even people in the stadium watching soccer <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> That's as ridiculous as see, dude. Oh man. <laughs> okay. The baseball players show up to laugh. <laughs> oh, how's it going, soccer boy? Hey, look at me using my arms <laughs> to hold my money. <laughs> Oh, look, a special receptacle just for my hands. <laughs> my hands are so important. I don't touch the ball either. I use a fucking cow glove. But at least I get to use my hands. This clip comes from episode 228. Do you even life, bro? Released on May 25th. This story comes from news.com.au. Mom charged with murder after diluting her breast milk. Um, So this is just a really, really sad story. This woman was not producing enough breast milk to feed her newborn daughter, um, and she decided to dilute the breast milk with water. Uh, And as a result, the 10-week-old baby died of water intoxication. Um, The reason that it's ending up here, because evidently this is a thing, um, you know, where... People don't have enough resources to uh, pay for formula. They water down their formula. They water down breast milk um, because they, they and they call it formula stretching um, to reduce feedings or to you know squeeze every last dollar. Yeah, that shit's fucking expensive, sure. dude. Formula is fucking ridiculous. And expensive. and kids that that this is a growing time for them, right? Right. Yeah, so they, they, need like, they, need a, they need a tremendous amount of like yeah. all that stuff. Right. And and this is a rookie mistake by the infant. There's no way to get swole this way. <laughs> I mean, no matter how hard you try, you can't water that stuff down. You've got it. Just it, there's no way. <laughs> Protein, bro. <laughs> Gotta go. Bro. Rookie mistake, bro. God, it's like using your back when you're doing squats. Right? What the fuck Come is on, wrong dude. with you? Fucking straighten fucking, up. It's like you're an infant or something. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Do you even life, bro? <laughs> oh, no. So this baby is like two and a half months old. Um, and there was no back fat. The backbone was protruding out of this kid. Gosh. Um, it's just, it's starving to death. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a starving to well, death. It was baby. on its cut cycle. <laughs> it wasn't on its bulk cycle. That was the problem. That's it, right? Yeah. It's, it's getting shredded. It may be tired, but he had sweet abs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, man. God. Those babies will do anything to get in the fucking in that perfect dress. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. So, you know, but the reason this story is making it to our show, except other than so we can make it the worst jokes. Oh, so we can with the worst baby jokes ever. Um, is because the, the, the mom, instead of going to a doctor, she shared her concerns with the spiritual advisor. Um, and her husband refused to let his wife seek medical assistance and chose to pray for the child instead. Um, and this is a family that is described as highly religious. They didn't get any prenatal care. They didn't get any postnatal care. 
They didn't take. They didn't give. Uh, well, they they wanted vitamins to, they that somebody to pray. bought for her. They decided to pray instead. Right. And it's like it's like look. You know, we understand that there there may be some problems with somebody who doesn't have enough money for formula, et cetera, or they, right. you know, they're not producing enough breast milk, and maybe they're they're just trying to figure out the best way in which to, you know, distribute that breast milk because they don't know any right. better, and maybe that's maybe that's I, I understand that there's problems with that, and and those are those are systemic problems that maybe you know you should deal with in a different way, but clearly this, the problem stemmed from not getting help. Yeah, right. So they're not getting help from the right resource. Yeah, there's, right? there's two different there's two different things. The last story we were talking about where people go to somebody and they don't know how to help, and this is the exact same thing, right? This is someone who went to someone and said, How do I fix this? How do I how do I help yeah, my baby? Right. Well, you need to pray for it. Well, you didn't fucking help them. You fucking you actually killed that baby. You didn't just it's not that you didn't help them. You wound up doing the exact opposite of helping them. Right. You know, and it it should be that 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 the person who gave the advice that because they're acting in a, I mean I have to think like I'm sorry but you're you're acting in a medical role at this point. Yeah. It's like if somebody came to me and said like my baby's fucking sick, what do I do? And instead of me doing the responsible thing and saying like you know I'm really not sure because I'm not a medical professional, let's let's take you to the doctor and and get a professional opinion about this. If I said like well you should fucking feed your baby arrowroot or whatever fucking gobbledygook yeah, sure. nonsense. Yeah, yeah. You know like I should be charged with that. Because I'm practicing medicine without a license at the very least. It's it's what what they're doing is they're suggesting neglect. When you suggest prayer over intervention and medicine, you are suggesting you are advocating for parental neglect. Sure. That is what your position is. Your position is neglect. And how is that not criminal? This clip comes from episode 231. I can count to 104, released on June 15th. Raw story, Pat Robertson, comfort grieving mom by saying God stopped her dead baby from becoming the next Hitler. What? All right, this is what? Pat Robertson what from the old 700 Club. Here we go. Go get him, Pat. From Jane, who says, A co-worker confronted me in the break room and said she can't believe in a God who let her baby of three years old die, suffering a long battle in and out of hospitals while he heals other children. She asked me, Why did God allow my baby to die? I told her that I didn't know why her child died, but God sees the whole picture. We see only in part. What else can I say? Oh, uh, well, what... You have to understand, I think, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, it was like God's responsible for everything. Is he not? Is he still like what? what who did he shirk those responsibilities on? Because <laughs> isn't he responsible for everything? That's uh, like when did like. Uh, OK, so he finishes writing the fucking New Testament. And he's just like, man, I got to pass off some of this work. Tom isn't doing anything. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Two in a row. He brings out the bad. He brings out the good. He's responsible for everything. He brings out the dead. It's <laughs> another thing he brings out. He takes the good. He takes the bad. He takes them both, and there he has. Effects of life. <laughs> uh, more and more in the New Testament era, we have come to realize that human beings have uh, an agency. They have responsibility. And a lot of things happen because of what humans do. Yeah. I mean, people die in hospitals because of mal medical malpractice. Uh, somebody uh, cuts the wrong thing and somebody dies. It happens all the time. A nurse gives a patient the wrong medicine. It does. It happens all the time. And you know exactly what happened here? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What, do you, what does this have anything to do with anything? What does it have anything to do with anything? 
We have no idea that medical malpractice had any relationship to the death and or that there was any human agency involved at all in the death of the three-year-old child. This is literally totally unrelated. It's like he may as well be explaining how airbags work. Well, you're going to blame that on God? That's not God. That's people uh, who are making mistakes. Now, as far as God's concerned, he knows the end from the beginning, and he sees a little baby, and that little baby could grow up to be Adolf Hitler. He could grow up to be Joseph Stalin. He could grow up to be... Uh, some uh, serial killer. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold, hold on. on. Why did he kill those babies? Well, I, was gonna, I mean, isn't that obviously beg that question? Well, those babies made it. <laughs> like, like there's been a, there was a fucking, there was an Attila the Hun baby. There was a fucking Caligula baby. Right. Yeah. You know who Adolf grew up to Hitler be Adolf baby. Hitler? You know which baby? Fucking Adolf Hitler grew up to be Adolf Hitler. Yeah. And there's a Kim Jong-un ill baby. I mean, you look at him, he still looks like a baby. <laughs> a giant, fat Korean Bad. baby. <sighs> Isn't that awesome? He's just like, well, they could grow up to be bad. Okay, well, how about all the people who grew up to be bad? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I mean, God just like... What about all those people? I, maybe I killed him so he wouldn't be more evil. So then, so then the only way for me to make sense of this, Cecil, is if he's saying, maybe he would have grown up to be more evil than the most evil person I've already allowed to exist. So here's your comfort, mom. <laughs> it's like mom. an evil meter. What, yeah. what, like, it's like it's like a gauge. You know how like you have like a like a when they catch the crab, they have like that little. It's yeah, like, like a the, little fucking. It's like a little. It's a measure thing to see if you throw them to back. See how big it is? They just like take the baby and they hold the thing up. They're like, nope. Yeah. Woo. Way too evil. They, yeah, and but I'm not gonna kill it in the womb. Or when it's very young, I'm gonna wait till it's three and give it cancer. No, I'm gonna wait until he's three because that way he's got like a personality that's starting sure, to shine yeah. through. He's got his own room at that right. Point he's fucking that you could verbal. Go to and weep later. Oh look, yeah. look at that. He's stringing, he's stringing sentences and phrases yeah, together. Sure. He's able to express just how much he loves you and just how much he hates chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to kill yeah. that little evil Now's baby. Now's the time to murder that little fucking dude who's going to be fucking the next Stalin. Right. right? No, worse. Worse. Worse than the next Stalin. Because we let Stalin go. So there's yeah, your comfort, no. Mom. Yeah. Or he could go up to die of a hideous disease. God sees all that. <laughs> so why I he give didn't it to even him get a chance to grow up to the hideous disease. He just got to three, dude. And again, people get hideous diseases. <laughs> people get the worst... There are so many things that go wrong with the human body. It's like yeah. fucking unbelievably horrifying shit. Like that locked-in syndrome. Oh, God, yeah. God is up there just like, hmm. Yeah, let him have that. That there's, thing. There's some, there's some diseases that are the worst. Like There's like some like bowel cancers and shit that are awful. Pancreatic cancer. You're just fucking dead at that point. Yeah. Well, you're just like, like you just start writing your fucking will when you get pancreatic fucking cancer. There's a disease that I saw a fucking crazy documentary on where your your body starts to ossify, like your, your connective tissue and shit. It all starts to turn to bone. And you die by suffocating because your fucking chest will no longer expand and contract? Yeah, no, that wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's Man, a gun. I get to a certain point. You get to a certain point, then you're like, well, now's the day I get the gun or whatever it is that you're going to do to finish this off. Right. 
Right. Oh, absolutely. Like now's the day I get on the plane to go to Oregon or whatever. Yeah. You I, know. Man, I'm gonna go skydiving and I'm just not pulling the cord. Fuck. Like whatever it takes to yeah. not do that because that's not the way I go out. But but this is but in this worldview, God is sitting up there. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna let that one go. I'm all, I, that one where your where your body like turns a, slowly to a yeah. statue. It's, it's like a bad goalie. It's just like, I'll let that one. Oops, oops, that one got by. Oops, oops, that one got by. Sorry, boys. I was having a drink on my porch with my coon dog, and I I accidentally let all those diseases go by and infect out all those kids at the children's ward. Whoopsie, whoopsie doodle, whoopsie doodle. And for that life to be terminated while he's a baby, he's going to be with God forever in heaven. So why don't you like abortion then? Right? Why don't we just kill all? Why don't we just kill everybody immediately? Like if, if, if that's what you're saying, if you're saying like fucking that baby is going to be with fucking God forever and ever, and that's a fucking good, then why the fuck are you all up in arms about abortion? Why do you give a shit? Why, why would murder or suicide have any impact right it would have no impact why mourn the loss of of anybody with this in this worldview why would i mourn the loss of my you know wife or my child at all why would i even give a shit why would i celebrate it why would i buckle my kids into the car yeah why wouldn't i why would i check to see if expiration dates were on the food why would i feed them at all right why wouldn't i just take them to places to get them fucking infectious diseases go ahead and Play in the landfill, kids. Yep. Go buy that stuff that says biological. Let's all just go pet bears at the zoo. Yeah. I mean, we may as well. I mean, go yeah. out fucking hugging a grizzly bear. Whatever it takes. Who cares? So that isn't a bad thing. So how could God do that? How could a good God let that happen? Well, the good God is going to take that baby to heaven right now. And that isn't a bad thing. What? If, if that what? is the coldest comfort. What? Can you imagine if somebody said that no. to you? My three-year-old son, if my three-year-old son died and somebody's like, well, he's in heaven, you know, just giving, giving Jesus a snuggle. That's what he's doing. He's up there giving God a big old hug. Woo-hoo. Yeah. He's up there just, you know, that, that precious way that he liked to totter up to you when you came home from work and throw his arms around you. Well, he's doing that for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> this clip comes from episode 250, I Ate My Arms, released on September 21st. Oh, man. So this is from Right Wing Watch, and I and, and, and I want to preface this again. I'm going to do this every time that fucking Glenn Beck it's, is he's seriously, honestly, truly mentally ill. And this, this in particular, I watched this video, and I did not feel comfortable he is honestly i read the transcript and i was like he's really this is a man who is sick he's sick and he needs he needs a lot of help and nobody will help this poor guy and i don't know why i'm laughing about it but nobody will help this guy i think because his fucking message continues to play into this like uh christian yeah paranoia narrative yep that christian paranoia echo echo chamber so this is from right wing watch um, Glenn Beck show. Oh, but also, what is he wearing? What is that? I, I think. What is happening there? That is a funky designed flannel, is what it looks like to me. It's like a Tex Mex 
flannel. It looks like a placemat at like a Santa Fe <laughs> restaurant. It does. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like it. You look at that. It's it. Like if you flipped it over, there would be a kid's maze on the back. I just don't know you which coals he robbed <laughs> to get that Coles. from. <laughs> You know, he's walking around and he's like, that's more like it. And he grabs it off the hanger and he brings it up. And he, no, he just walks right out cash. and he starts screaming that the end of the world's coming and he's allowed to have it. And they just let him go. They're just like, They're like oh, yes, that's oh, that's Glenn just back. Glenn. He comes in here once See you tomorrow, Glenn. He takes all the weird shit from our clearance rack. He looks so weird. The arm of God is is starting to move. And I, I'm sorry to say that I think massive crisis is coming our way. I don't know if it's related to Shemitah. I don't know when it will happen, but it will happen. See, now he's pronouncing it like a black girl's name. <laughs> Shemitah! <laughs> That's awesome! <laughs> I don't know that we can use that. Oh, we're using that. I don't that. know that we can use that. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, white people are afraid of the black apocalypse I anyway. Know. It's awesome. They're so scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Shamita. <laughs> Shamita. She's from Ferguson. <laughs> Ferguson or Baltimore. It's a massive crisis. Yeah. It's one black girl. <laughs> Run! Hide your white goods! Oh, no. <laughs> and I think sooner rather than later, but a massive crisis is coming. There's something coming. But I want you to know that whatever that is, whenever that is, and whoever that is. <laughs> How specific? <laughs> whatever, whenever, whoever, 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 however, why ever. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to know. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just here saying shit into a microphone oh, at this my point. Gosh. You know he's you know what he's like? He's like a he's like a punch drunk uh like one of those uh uh all night uh televangelists like raising money guys, you know? It's like yeah. three thirty in the morning, he's got fucking droopy eyes, he's yeah. been on stage, he's like Okay, everybody should donate some money. Yeah. I don't know how much money. Who's on next for the stage show? <laughs> okay, that's really good. Uh, somebody's got to bring me a coffee. Like, he's just, you know what I mean? I do. He's fucking totally lost. Do. He doesn't even know his own, he, where he's at. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like visiting your grandpa in the fucking <laughs> nursing home. Where your grandpa's just like, his life sucks, so he's going to tell you your life sucks. Just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to suck, and it's going to be sucky, and it's going to be awful. I don't care who. I don't care when. It's going to suck. He's trying to convince you the orderlies are stealing from him. He's like, they took my candy. They took my candy. I had a bell of Royals Originals right over there. I don't know. Oh, whoever. God. Oh, my God. I don't God. look to the, they're stealing from me years. Those are not a fun years. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave things out for myself yeah. that can disappear that I can be mad about. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to remember that I truly believe man, there's times that I say things that I know are true and this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and there's other times I feed you such a line of bullshit even I can't buy it. You gotta love a guy who's blown away by his own truth. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, man, I'm really about to not lie to you. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Let this one blow your hair back, kids. <laughs> Here. 
Old Glenn's going to let one out of the truth bag. Drop a truth bomb on you suckers. 828 is more than a date. 828 is when we met in Washington, D.C., August 28th. 828 is more of a date. It's a lifestyle, but it is also a promise. Huh? <laughs> it's a, no, this is the part where he goes crazy. It's a promise. Yeah, now no. he's, yeah. he's going to skin his producer alive <laughs> in a few moments. You just got to wait for it. Yeah. Romans 828. Summary. No matter what happens. <laughs> he doesn't even quote it. All of it is going to be for him. Oh. All of it will work into his plan. No matter how bad it gets, we should rest assured, as long as we're doing our part, it's all going to be good. He's going to take some of the worst things that we've ever seen in our lifetime, and quite honestly, some of the worst things that, that any human being has seen that's alive today. Now think about all those people who survived the Holocaust that are still living today. Worse things than anyone who is alive today has ever seen we will see in the next five to eight years. Oh, he's putting a timeline on it. Yeah, there we go. See, I, I think that that's a mistake. Five to eight years. Yeah, but Glenn that Beck, seems like a pretty quick turnaround unless there's some sort of really mad, bad, awful disaster. Like we're talking zombie virus. That could, yeah, that you know, that would zombie be bad. virus. Um, uh, r- smallpox rabies. Smallpox rabies is bad. That's yeah. the double whammy. Or yeah. nuclear. Bomb from North Korea blows us all up. Yeah, that seems um, super unlikely. <laughs> seems unlikely. Seems, like, seems more likely they blow themselves yeah. up with their bomb and it'd be like, boo, up like two feet and then, boom. <laughs> Sounds like my sex life. Hey, two feet. Hey, two feet. Two feet. <laughs> I was I was more talking about the the anticlimactic, uh, oh no, premature I'm, I'm, explosion. I'm but yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I'm not criticizing yeah, that part of your. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one not criticizing. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that seems like a a pretty uh, accelerated timeline. It's a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. It's definitely a bold prediction. I do like, though, that if you you buy into that, it will be after the next presidency. So, like, I I wonder if that plays into it, like, because then... Yeah, if his guy gets gets in, then it's a good four years, and then, you know... If not, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I wonder too. Oh, you know, when he's saying this too, what he's saying is, is that it's all for God, and we're going to be okay. But you're like, no, you're not, because you're going to have to live through this too. Yeah, I don't understand how it's like. Well, even though it's going to be super awful, it's all going to be for him. And it's like, well, if it's worse, if it's worse than the Holocaust, you know, then it's like, I don't, I, I don't care who it's for. Yeah, like you know what I mean, like. <laughs> I, it, there's no scenario where you could be like, oh, yeah, we turned your fucking baby into a lampshade. But, you know, it's for we, God. We did it for God. I'd be like, war, you could have just not done that. Yeah. That would have been I really kind of like that baby. I was, I was using, using that, that baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't want to live through something worse than the Holocaust. Yeah. I want to die immediately before that starts. <laughs> It's like, hey, it's going to be worse. Fucking, I wanted the first fucking train yeah. to the, to there, the yeah. death thing. That's yeah. what I want. I want to get I wanna, by the train. I want to be on the Zyklon B Express. Right. Can you put me on there? <laughs> Zyklon B Express. But understand, have great faith, because all of it will be to his good and glory.
all of it will be used. There is no waste of anything with him. It's again, it's the crying Indian God. Right? There's no waste. There's no waste. No waste. You they eat the, all of the buffalo, they, the whole thing, even uh, this part of the buffalo. Look, there's no waste. When they make the lampshade, they use the whole baby. They use the whole baby. <laughs> <laughs> they put the entire Jew in the oven. <laughs> what a fucking horrible way to think about the world. Oh, there's no waste. Oh, oh. so with those... When those Syrian toddlers wash yeah, up on wash the beach, ashore, you're just like, yeah, oh, no, you use them as the- bobbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're, they're baby buoys. <laughs> you just put a blinking blue light on the corpses in the water. Oh Jesus, I take it all back. I rescind it all. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and you you stack them up to make a lighthouse of the dead. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> what a degenerate <laughs> fucking way to think! It is really something, isn't it? Where oh. you, you're going to talk about the most horrible, and this is what I, I I ran into this my whole young life when I ran into the born again people and I talked about. How this, this is, you know, they're t- they talked about the end of the world and they talked about all this awful shit all the time. And there's this sort of sick pleasure that I think people derive from that boogeyman story that they're going to tell you about how awful the rapture is going to be. Yeah, right. It's like a it's like a torture porn movie that they really just enjoy telling over and over and over again. It's the. You know, the, the, the whole night there was a, a clanking sound and it turns out it was the husband's ring on the back window. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, like they're yeah. all these, you know, it's a horror story. It's yeah. a story that is made to horrify you and they, they, they glean some sort of, it's, it's like they tell it with relish. They yes. tell it with a, and, and he sounds so, so reverent when he, he's talking he's about thrilled, it. right? Yeah. Because it's all for the glory of God. It's just, it's, it's, it's fucking repugnant. Yeah. It, because all it does is scare people. Yep. And that's what, that's what the tool is. It's a tool to scare you into thinking, oh God, this is, this is going to be really bad. And I've got to make sure that I follow, I follow Jesus because five to eight years is not a long time to get my shit on track right. before the end of the world. It's no different than like the titillation of like the Hieronymus Bosch paintings of hell and stuff, you know, like, yeah. oh, look at the naked demons torturing the naked people in hell. And it's like there's a titillation to that, to that violence, you know, yeah. that they that like, I agree that they totally fucking we've throughout history. We fucking reveled in that. Yeah. We've reveled in the idea of somebody else's pain and misery. And then and then he tops that fucking shit with the with the maraschino cherry of fucking evil by saying like. He's basically saying, like, well, God won't give you, and it, it, it makes me crazy when people fucking throw this fucking plum out there. Like, he's like, well, God does, never gives you more than yeah, you can handle, yeah. right? Like, it's all for the glory of God. Yeah. It's like God routinely, fucking routinely gives people more than they can handle. If there's a God. Yeah, right. Yeah. If there's a God and you believe this, right. God yes. will give you more than you can handle. Th- th- that shit is fucking standard. Yeah. And there are plenty of people who don't handle it. Yeah. Right. Like, like all those people in the Holocaust. Right. Or like, you <laughs> right. know, like 
You know, I think it, it like the the incredible number of veterans that commit suicide. Sure. For example. Yeah. Like veteran suicide rates are, you know, that's a perfect multiplier. It's a perfect example. Higher. Yeah. You know, clearly they were given some shit yeah, they, they cannot handle. handle yeah. Right. And then they don't handle it. And it's like, but, and yet still that platitude is out there. Like, oh, it's for the glory of God. Oh, really? Like, how am I supposed to reconcile the reality of suffering? Yeah. How with am I your spo- benevolent yeah. God? How am I supposed to look at that little kid in his outfit that washed ashore? Right. Just trying to get to fucking safety from that fucking barrel bomb haven that is Syria. Right. And then. And look at that and say, all glory be to God. All, you know? I, and. And did you, I read the story where they interviewed the father and he says, my sons slipped through my hands. Yeah. And I think that's a man who was given more than he could handle. Yep. How is he supposed to move through his life? Yeah. All he'll ever feel is that last moment that of last his moment son, of son slipping, slipping through his, through his hands. Absolutely. That's, the, Absolutely. that's the only thing he'll ever that's feel not in his life. That's not a unique story in that right. Syrian conflict either. It's not It's not like it that's... It just got a good picture. It just got a good picture. Right. There, I, I was listening to a, a story today on NPR where this guy says, yeah, my wife, you know, my wife died. We left and our boat flipped over on the way here and I had to hold my two girls. And he, he lived and his two girls lived. But his wife... But his, his wife is dead because she got killed by ISIS. <sighs> It's it, the only thing about that photo. It's not that that photo is an anomaly. It's that photo was taken. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, and and it's all for the glory of God. Yeah, whatever. Fucking silly ass. It's a mean thing to say when you think about it. This clip comes from episode two fifty three, incompetent on every level of life, released on October fifth. So this story comes from CNN. Um, this is just super fucking sad, pathetic. Polygamous sex, po- sect, sex, sex, sect, sex, sex. I can't do this. Sex. Po- this is really hard to Sexting. read. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> polygamous sect limits. This is like a tongue twister. It Hang is. On a minute. It is. You can do it though. I have <laughs> All right. All right. Polygamist sect limits sex to seed bearers, court document says. Also, she sells seashells by the seashore. Wow, so, that is yeah. way more difficult to read than you think it should be. Um, this is just super gross. So those fucking FLDS people are fucking wackaloon wackaloons. Yeah. Warren Jeffs is in jail right now and for, I think, life. For fuck- life plus 20, so yeah. he might get out. So <laughs> I love when they do that because it's just like, oh, hang on a minute. I'm going to rub some salt in that fucking wound. It's like, diddly Plus 20. Yeah. Oh, when am I getting out? When you're dead? 20 years after that? Oh. So Warren Jeffs in jail. So he's in jail for, and for kitty for fucking. kitty kitty diddling. But yeah. he was kitty diddling with two different kids. They yeah. got him for like a 15 and like a 12-year-old or something like that. Right, I think was. so, yeah. And... Now they're talking about his church, which is the Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints or something like that, FLDS. I yeah, think is right. What it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically the, the Mormon Amish. They uh, are the Mormon yeah. Amish. They got the fucking yeah. bonnets. They're the, the more Amish. The mo- <laughs> they are morons. I agree. <laughs> so they, are, they have this new thing um, called seed bearers. Ew, right? Ew. Which is basically – Someone up top's cuckold fetish, right? Writ large on their entire 
organization, group, right? Yeah. Because you have to be in the room holding the hand of your wife while the seed bearer, who's chosen by the church head, gets to fuck your wife and inseminate her. Yes. Right. The fuck? I know, man. <laughs> That's how do you sell that? Here here's the thing, and I and I mean this. Okay. If you can sell that, you are in the wrong business. Yes, you get to go around and have sex with weird fucking mini Amish women or whatever. Sure. Like but you could sell anything. You oh, just go be rich. Just go out into the world because if somebody and I don't, I I mean I know that there's a level of indoctrination and isolation and all of that, but if somebody comes up to me, I cannot imagine a scenario where I'm like all right, let's do yeah. this. You, you know, just I'm think gonna... how high on Mary Kay's pyramid scheme you could climb. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you could be the god of Mary Kay. You could drive around in that fucking pink-ass car. Pink -ass car. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd have a fucking pink like, Cadillac. What's up, bitches? <laughs> You'd have a you pink know? Tesla. Would you ra I'd rather have a pink Tesla than bang somebody while someone else is holding their hand, because that's real that's, weird. And who That's you? real, real weird. First off, <laughs> I'd have stage fright. I'd just be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not performing tonight. Time to call in the stand-in, because I can't perform. Do you have to act as a fluff while you're here? <laughs> I, maybe the dude, maybe the husband has to fluff a little. Oh, he's just got to got to get right. Okay, can you massage my prostate while I fuck your wife? Is that possible? <laughs> Good lord, is that weird as shit? <laughs> Who do you make eye contact with? <laughs> I hope both of them. You know, if you got a lazy eye, you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking at both of you. <laughs> I would, you know, the seed bear has got a lazy eye. One of them's looking this way. One of them's looking this way. Oh, uh, that's good shit. That's like, I, part of me says like, if I'm the seed bear, I'd fucking lock eyes with that dude just to intimidate him. <laughs> the whole time, you're like a gorilla staring him down. He's like, that's right. That's right. I'm in your house. I'm in your fucking house. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's so man. awful. You can't protect this house, no matter <laughs> what you do. Just, just, That's wow. fucking scary. And, you know, to add insult to injury, really? not, only are they, <laughs> not only are they fucking like somebody else's wife, and you can't actually touch your wife anymore in this, like, tradition. Yeah, you're not allowed to have sex with her anymore. Because it's adultery. Even just touching them can be adultery in their, in their tradition with the seed bearer thing. How then, do you avoid that? Uh, I don't know. Sleep in different rooms. Like fucking. Let's go back to Ward Cleaver time. I guess you know. But I'm in the same house as this woman, and she is called my wife. I'm gonna touch this woman. That's it. Like I, I don't know. I I don't care. Seed bearer or no? Sure. You could be the fucking water sprouter or the fucking seed bearer <laughs> or the fucking <laughs> lawn tiller or whatever. She's more you like he's yourself. more like the field plower. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You know, he is a seed bearer, but he's yeah. also, you know right, what I mean? Right, you know right, what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah. What if he starts fisting her in front of you? He's <laughs> like, like, he, he's like, he's making her like, he like makes her strap on a dildo and peg him like right in front of you. So and then you're holding you're his holding hand. <laughs> you're, you're wiping his tears away. It's okay. Just relax. It'll be all, just choke this down. Oh, <laughs> you God. put the bit in his mouth, oh, you know, whatever it good takes. Good Lord. How weird can it get? You know, yeah. thing is, is none of that is weirder than the original thing. I know, exactly. like none of that is at any stranger. No level know? of hyperbole. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But 
I just want to get to this other point. The other point is not only are they fucking kids, but they're also making them work like 12 hour shifts in the fucking almond fields or whatever. Like the almond grove that they have to like, or pecan grove. Right. I don't know what it is. Like right. a, some, some nut, whatever some it is. Nut, yeah. Some mixed nut. Yeah. Not the nut that goes in the wife. A different <laughs> a nut. Different, uh, this got, is a different nut. They got Mr. Peanut in the field <laughs> with a whip. He's <laughs> a fucking slave driver for these children. Let me tell the poor kids. And it's, it's just, I mean, everything about this church is fucking fucked up. It is. It, it's, it, and it is like, it's a level of like old timey cult control that, that like harkens back to a rural America yeah. that, that only exists within this weird enclave. Yeah. Where where you're just like controlling the men and controlling the women and owning the kids and putting them to work and it's like what are you kidding me? Oh fucking are they going to be in a coal mine like singing old timey work songs? You what know, is happening I, here? I, I, there's part of me that thinks about this and I, I'm like okay so you're a guy and you get indoctrinated into this cult right? So you get indoctrinated into this cult at a young age. At a certain point, there's this level of independence that has to, I, I would imagine, would start to take over. And you would start thinking, well, what, what can I do outside of this thing that is better outside than it is in here or something like that? I just keep thinking like, well, you know, there's no incentive if you're if I have to just hold my wife's hand while you fuck her. You know what I mean? Like, what's the incentive to even stay there? I mean, I guess if, you know, if the women are brainwashed like that, maybe the men are brainwashed men too and to it be, doesn't right? matter. It's just like, you know. You know, those are the two things, right? Either the the goal is that one day I'll be the seed bearer. Like it's like a fucking – it's like a goddamn baton that gets passed back and forth or something. But when? Like when you're old and weird? I don't know. Probably. Or like you say, it's brainwashing and these people are – they're so entrenched and they're so afraid of hell that this this is a thing. I don't know. I don't know what Mormon hell is like. Uh, what? Yeah. Because it sounds like, you know, in my envisionment of what hell is like, it's holding my wife's hand while a guy well, somebody's fucks her. fucking her. Yeah. And she's, there's nothing about that. There's no way. There's no way that's not a, the worst day. <laughs> like, there's no way you're just, I don't even know how does that work. Is it? Is it like, do they give you notice? Like, it's you know, Thursday, I'm coming to fuck yeah, your Yeah, sure. Wife. Yeah. I'll just let you know. Thursday. And you're like, fucking, it's Tuesday. I got two days of waiting for you to come fuck my wife while I... Like, what are we going to, how do you have fucking breakfast Wednesday morning? Like, so. Ready for Tim? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> what is that conversation like? What is that? Like, because the only conversation would be like, we need to leave. We need to leave yeah. fast. Gather your shit. Yeah. Let's get in our fucking buggy or donkey yeah. cart or whatever yeah. fucking. I, somebody else said, though, too, that they get, I forget who it was. We had some Mormon, maybe it was uh, Bryce, who was saying that they get isolated. They get isolated so badly from this group that there's there's nowhere that they can go. Yeah, they actually right. they actively can't go. So I guess you just suck it up, you know. But th- which is weird because he just fucked her. Do you suck it up then? Uh, that's weird. That's, that's, that's even weirder. Super weird. it turns out, yeah. yeah you just snowball like, her after the he finishes up, but, but clean it up. Like, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hey Cecil, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? Oh, no. <laughs> you gotta do like the Sam, whatever that guy's name is. Sam, whatever that. What's that dude? That old cowboy, Sam something. God, what is his name? What? What's happening? You know who I'm talking about? He's he's the guy who's the voice. He's like beef. It's what's for dinner. You I know, know I'm talking about that like was, that. It's oh, like it, a Sam like, Elliot. Like, I don't know. I don't know who that Sam is. Sam Elliot. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, beef brisket. Chateau Briand, Sauerbraten, 
roast beef, Catalonian beef ragu, Mongolian beef. It's like Chicken David Michael steak, awesome. Steak Diane. His voice is steak sick. Balsamico, Dude, that voice. Hamburgers. I almost can't hear it. Beef, spicy <laughs> braised beef. Barbecued beef ribs. I fucked that Beef boy. Wellington. Pepper beef. <laughs> beef jerky. It's like that Forrest Gump broccoli, thing. It is. <laughs> beef burritos. Beef fajita. How long is this? Beef it's tacos. Do you see where I'm going with this? Beef. That's, <laughs> That's Sam Elliott. He's from uh, he's from uh, the Tombstone. He's one of the guys in Tombstone. Oh, he's got okay. That big ass mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustache. Hey. He's a big old uh, mustachioed man. Fucking right. deep ass sick fucking, voice. That voice is fucking His amazing. Fucking voice is amazing. God damn. I think that voice impregnated my wife upstairs right now. <laughs> Did you hold her hand? <laughs> Honey, I looked into honey, his eyes. Yeah, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Sam Elliott's gonna impregnate you with his voice, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah as long fine. as it produces a deep throated kid, I'm good. Baby comes out with a mustache. <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Woo! It's already gray. Uh, oh, <laughs> He's got a duster on. Chaps. <laughs> What's for dinner, Mom? <laughs> Breast milk. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. For like a couple of years. <laughs> oh, we're making all this light and somebody's dead. Wait, we haven't gotten to the death yet. We Somebody died? Died. died? Wait, what happened? So this is from NDTV.com, but I found it in several other places. Uh, Air Force personnel's father killed by mob near Delhi over beef rumors. And I thought, what a shame to be killed near the Delhi. <laughs> I know you're steps I mean, away from beef, right there by the. Oh gosh! So, so like evidently, some folks in a temple made a rumor that there was beef and that this family had beef. In no, that family guy that there was a slaught. They didn't say that. They said that there was a slaughtered animal, and then these people deduced that it must have been one of the two Muslim families nearby. One of the Muslim families, luckily, was out. Probably getting a burger. <laughs> and they come back holding a fucking like a, double cheeseburger like, nom, nom, nom. hey guys, what's going on? Hey, hey fucking mom. Oh, it's a big kahuna burger. <laughs> You're like, like you see them kicking this fucking stoning this fucking 50 year old man to death oh yeah and you're like crumple like quietly like yeah crumple up the paper and put it in your pocket your yeah. double cheeseburger wrapper. it's illegal there to eat beef yeah. it's illegal to kill it so that they can't went over the house wasn't well, it illegal to also throw bricks at people well i mean maybe <laughs> do you Priorities. believe that do you believe that shit they're like it is so illegal to kill a cow here that we're not just going to let the government come over and like fucking arrest you or whatever. We're going to get a brick and literally beat the brains out the side of your head. Yes. That's what right. we're going to do. And oh. they fucking, they struck this dude down, beat him up. Yep. Smashed his fucking head open. Dead as fuck. Yep. Fucked his kid up. His kid's fucked up and in the hospital. And then they took several people into custody. They also took 
the leg of mutton. Mutton, I know. From the fridge to do DNA testing to on. To see if it's a beef. To see if it's a beef As food. if that's somehow relevant. Like, what if it comes back as beef? Would they be like, oh, well, let him out? Yeah. It's, it turns out that that somehow matters to whether you murdered somebody or, or not. Or are they just going to They'll be like, okay, well, let's just take that dead guy's body and put it in jail now. Yeah, right. you know, like, <laughs> How dare you, sir? Well, like, who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? The thing is, like, we've seen stories like this before, and it's like, who cares if the mob was right? Yeah. It's still a lynch mob. Yeah. That's not a good. Like, you can't let that happen. That that sort of, like, mob-based vigilantism bullshit is just insane. And the idea, like, it's fine if you want to have literally a sacred cow. If you have... An actual, literal sacred cow. Right. Cool, bro. Yeah. But when your sacred cow means that you're so incensed that you're going to beat a dude to death because maybe he killed a cow. I don't know. Let's not double check first. <laughs> Wouldn't you double check? Would, uh, How would you? Seriously, though, you're a guy who knows it's illegal to kill a cow. You've never seen a cow before. How the fuck would you know the difference between beef and lamb? Well, I don't know, but I think before I started hurling bricks, I would figure that answer. I'd be like, well, "Fucking, I need I but just what I would just want to know. I need mint sauce stacks. <laughs> <laughs> It'll taste terrible on the beef." All right. <laughs> this clip comes from episode two fifty five. Keep your chin up. Released on October nineteenth. Uh, also from the progressive secular humanist blog over at Patheos. Uh, guess who never to ask advice. For, <laughs> for marriage counseling, yeah, literally any advice. Like right. I don't, I don't need any of their advice. I don't need their you investing know, help. I don't, I don't need. To, I don't need to learn from them how to fold a fitted sheet. Right. Like none of these things. I don't need any of it. I bet they're fucking awesome at folding fitted sheets right, those, because there's fucking nine hundred. Those people. are literally impossible to fold. By the way, they, those are ball sheets. Those are, that's what that is. Those that's a ball. That's sheet. a wad sheet. <laughs> We've got two young kids. We just sort the the clothes into rough piles. Mine, yours, kid one, kid two, and that's it. <laughs> and that's as good as it gets. Nothing is it, yeah. if it goes in the approximate room. You know what you location. don't you just throw out the dressers and have a clean hamper and a dirty hamper. I like that. I yeah. like the cut of your jib. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's what we got to do. Yeah, this is the real solution. Four people in the house, four washers, four dryers. That's it. One in every room. Who does the laundry, though? Because your fucking little baby is not going to do their own laundry. Nobody can play in the dryer. <laughs> Speaking of terrible places to be, let's talk about Michelle Duggar. <laughs> so Michelle Duggar, um, she has some advice on her family blog. Um, this is, I, I can't, I'm going to read this. Yeah, dude, read it. This is advice that she's recounting that she received as a newlywed. And she must have liked the advice because she recounted it. I know you're so excited. You're a bride-to-be, but you've got to remember this. You're the only one who can meet that special need that he has in his life for intimacy. Wait, hold on a second. Did she marry a double amputee? <laughs> is that why? That's, that's it. We're not allowed to say amputee, are we? No, it's people with amputism. No, I think it's I think it's people with limblessism. Limblessism. I think that's what it is. So no, that's rude. They're called stumpers. <laughs> oh shit! They're <laughs> stumpersons. That's another <laughs> rumple stump skins. <laughs> rumple stump skins for the win. Oh 
of angry amputee emails. Oh, whatever. They just, uh, they just mash the keyboard. They just the JDKF, 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 ASD, ASD. Oh, my God. That's why it's going away terrible. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. Oh. Someone's going to 3D print a hand just to punch <laughs> us in the face. <laughs> we would have it coming. Oh, no. I wouldn't even buy. I, would I, like, I wouldn't block. I'd just be like, yo, you're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Like, I deserve every just moment of it. 3D print it, and on yeah. the knuckles, it would just say, <laughs> Rumple stump skin or whatever. <laughs> Stumple stump skin or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so when it hits you, it's like you bat it in your oh, head. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so oh, shit. I don't even know how we got here. Oh. All right, so Michelle Duggar. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best moments, aren't they? When you're just like, I don't even know where we're at Where the anymore. fuck am I? It's like what? you wake up with your pants around your ankles in fucking Taiwan, and you're right? just like, you're just where like, the fuck? What is happening? I don't even remember the flight. I don't know how much to tip you. I don't, <laughs> just what's customary here? Oh, what is the exchange rate for the horrible things I've asked you to do? Uh, uh, you're the only one, so don't forget that. He needs you. So when you're exhausted at the end of the day, maybe from dealing with little ones, and you fall into bed so exhausted at night, don't forget about him because you and he are the only ones who can have that time together. No one else in the world can meet that need. Well, unless you find them on Ashley well, Madison. Yeah, well, or you could pay a porn star and choke fucker. You know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> a lot options. of things you could do. You You've know? got options, yeah. right? And then there's a part where she says, "And and so be available, and not just available, be joyfully available, available for him." Uh, and, uh, and, and what I wonder is who's available for the man before he's married, because they talk about the male libido, like it's a force of nature. Right. And it feels like there's no way to contain it's an unstoppable thing. thing, All you, all you can do is, is, is hope to sate it for the moment that you're around it. And then eventually it's just going to, you know, it's going to explode without you You have to direct that energy somewhere safe. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, (laughs) you don't cross the streets, (laughs) whatever it is. But, you know, what happens before, like, I don't, what I don't understand is, is it just when the man marries that this is sort of the thing that happens? Because what, what do they, what do you as a mother tell your son before they're married? Because clearly this is a big deal and you have to be available to him because you're the only one who can do it. And they're treating it like it's this big thing. So you right. have to it's do gotta it. It's got to get done. It's got to right? get done. It's, right? get done. it's yeah. work that needs to be done. Well, what, what does the mother tell the son before he gets married, just don't do anything with it. Well, if you just don't do anything with it, something's got to get like that. Your logic doesn't make right. any sense, yeah, right? right? It's not, it's not. It's certainly not consistent because it doesn't. It's it's here. You've got this this man with this unstoppable, insatiable need that can it can't be it, it can't be uh, redirected in any meaningful right. way. Right. It's like. It's like, get it in my pussy. That's the only place that it can go. <laughs> if it goes anywhere else. Yeah, Egon's standing across right. the room. He hits the button and her pussy opens and then just, just goes right just, in there. Yeah. 
So it's, it's <laughs> see, I would I would fuck with Egon in the room. I would totally fuck with Egon. I'd make eye contact. Yeah. I'd, let him, I'd let her hold. I'd let him hold her hand. Like, hold her hand, buddy. Hey, buddy, come on over here. Hey, just yeah, just I'm, just I'll hold both her hands. You if, know, it's, e- if it's Egon, I'm 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 even willing to take a little constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> he like. He holds out that little Omamur thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> a little to the left. <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's the orgasmatron. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. You have to be uh, available. She says, and not just available, but joyfully available. Smile and be willing, and say. Yes, sweetie, I'm here for you, no matter what, even though you may be exhausted and big pregnant, and you may not feel like he feels. Not big th- pregnant, hold on. <laughs> big pregnant sounds like a very dangerous cliff face that you have to climb. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to big pregnant this weekend. I'm going to climb that. Holy yeah. shit, that guy fucking free climbed up big pregnant. <laughs> I got halfway up big pregnant <laughs> and aborted the mission. <laughs> I don't care if that if you're fucking crowning. If he wants to stick his dick in there, oh. you go ahead. No problem. I mean, is there? That's ooh. that's a little sure. No, maybe a little aggressive. Well, no. I mean, you know, like little kids, they grab onto things. I mean, that's and why if the, you do stick it in there far enough, will they grab? That's why she's got the butt, right? <laughs> that's just, <laughs> like I don't want to be insensitive. No, well, she, yeah, saying, yeah. This is this is a, this advice. is a woman though that comes from a family. That, you know, we talked about earlier, the unstoppable libido of the man. That's why they forgave their kid for diddling all their other kids, right? Sure, yeah. Because they, he just can't control it. You just can't control it. And I think that that it's one of those enabling things that enables right. someone to basically – I mean, this enabled that kid that kid to grow up and be a, you know, a, a horn dog, you know, whatever he was doing on Ashley Madison. Whatever. Who gives a shit what yeah, he was I doing? I don't care. Whatever. Right. Fucking go fuck around with whoever you want. But the the problem is, is that, you know, while he's doing that, you know, praising the sanctity of marriage, he's also, you know, doing, you know, basically doing what other people would say would ruin your marriage. Right. And his wife clearly is saying that's only like this is a thing that's a special bond. Like she's not like, hey, let's have an is open that his marriage. Mother or his, his, his wife. Well, Michelle Duggar is 49. So it's got to be his wife. Right. Oh, my God. Did she have fucking. Right. Oh, she started popping them out early. If that was that's the wait, mom. maybe not. I don't know. Forty nine. I don't know. What the fuck is a Michelle Duggar? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh, Michelle Duggar, I think is the mom. Huh. Forty nine, man. Dude, she's awfully young. You have nineteen. Nineteen kids. She's forty nine. Yeah. Dear God, man. Got a giant floppity floppity <laughs> pussy, man. That thing's fucking. That thing claps when she walks down the street. God damn. It's a fucking revolving door snatch. You know what I, I mean? Can't I can just imagine. God damn. I would be intimidated by that thing. I'd fucking be like, a, I can't. Man. I would take. I. I feel like I take one look and be like, mm, I am not gonna make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Jesus. I can't. I got nothing for you, honey. That's it. The only way I can fuck you is if I strap a kid on there. <laughs> You wouldn't even notice. Fuck you with a kid on my crotch. (laughs) You don't even notice anything coming in and out. It's it's like a weird. It's a weird latex strap-on baby (laughs) that you (laughs) baby-shaped dildo. (laughs) Strap-on cabbage patch. (laughs) With the and it would have the eyes that open and close. (laughs) 
When you get done, it just says, Mama. This is a horrifying episode. So far, it's been really bad. It's been it's really, really bad. Excessive. Yeah. Just excessive. This clip comes from episode 257, Andy and Marsh from MSS, released on October 26th. Uh, so I know who I'm voting for, Cecil. <laughs> Wouldn't you have to go? Wouldn't you have to go to Ohio to vote, though? I would, but I'm kind of willing at this oh, point. This is from NBC24.com. This is the best picture <laughs> of her a woman, There is a woman named Opal Covey. Uh, her signs, her like, her cra- She looks crazy as hell. She looks fake. She looks like a Halloween mask. She looks like she looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Is what she looks like. She looks like the horrible. Like, messed up, smashed face of a mama-san at a fucking creepy massage parlor. That's what she looks like. You sound like a man with experience. (laughs) (laughs) I'll trust you on this, Tom. Go ahead. And her, her like, behind, but like her... her, uh, What about her behind? Oh, no, come on. Hey, you put words in my mouth. God damn it. Better than putting something in Mama San's <laughs> mouth there. Like the, like the the signage for her uh, campaign. God, I gotta scroll down. I can't even look at that anymore. <laughs> the signage for her campaign. Want a pot of gold? And then it says dollar signs. Vote Opal Covey for mayor. A miracle worker. So she's evidently blind and deaf because she's the miracle <laughs> worker. <laughs> what I what what is the, the things that she does? She like speaks in tongues and. Do they not have a vetting process? <laughs> They're just like, you are too crazy to ride this ride? Like, do they have, you know, cause out, out here, to, in order to get ammunition, I have to fill out a form that shows I'm fucking not crazy. Right. Well, yeah, you have to fill out a form that doesn't show you're not crazy. Where That's you just true. say, I could just say, I totally promise. I really promise, bro. Crazy. Totally not crazy. <laughs> not going to use this to shoot my wife who just cheated on me, bro. I'm not crazy. The voices say I'm fine, right? Yeah. No, but at least you have to be sane enough to say no. Right. In this, like, what do you just be like, oh, yeah, I just, I'm well, can we hear her? Uh, yes. <laughs> don't, don't you sigh <laughs> ungratefully. Okay, so there's a picture of her <laughs> on the screen. I shit you not, she looks like an angry piggy. She looks, she looks like, I'm not kidding, come over here oh, and look at right, this. All right, I'm coming. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> I love it. That's where they froze it. That's where the dude froze her face. They had every fucking ability. These editors, these editors had every ability to move her face however they wanted. They chose this picture of her face where she is squinting and looking. Oh, she looks amaze balls in this picture. So crazy. I just want everybody to go to this video. And I'm gonna actually. I'm just gonna take a screenshot of it right now. I'm gonna post it on this week's show notes because that's what we gotta do. Oh my god! There we go. I got an image of it. So, I've been running four times. This is the fifth, but I really actually won uh, the election in 2013. Now this might be a shock to you, but it's no shock to a lot of people because my votes have been stolen. Ever since I've been running. Opal Covey believes that in her heart of hearts. She refers to herself as a prophetess and says she's a licensed, ordained minister. I asked her why she chose to run again in 2015. God sent me to look upon the city of Toledo. And so, therefore, I had to go through everything that the citizens went through. Now, 38 years later, I know the city up one side and down the other. 
and I'm here <laughs> to be mayor of the city of Toledo. <laughs> On the utter. subject of issues, Kobe says potholes are a problem <laughs> and corruption within the city. But what she's become known for is her desire to fill Toledo with tourist attractions. The tourists are never going to go to Toledo. What I, what I love you is, can, wait a minute, you can fill Toledo with all of Toledo could be a giant fuckable pussy. <laughs> It'd be like it'd be like that children's museum uh, down in down in St. Louis. It'll be like a six-story pussy. Like, <laughs> you could just climb it and like shoot. You could fill. You could. You could. Now, there's nothing you could do that's gonna drive tourists to Toledo. Are you kidding? Me? Tourists in Toledo? That's like the size. Like, sounds like a bad book, like a bad children's book <laughs> or apocalyptic. Right. Oh my god! There's tourists in Toledo. Oh god, that's amazing. Tourists in Toledo. What are you kidding me? You gonna be a fucking? You could hand out free meth and blowjobs, and you still couldn't get one fucking tourist to go to Toledo. They're like, they're like, like thousand dollar bills. They're handing out to people to show up, and people are like, "No, man, I'm just passing through." Toledo. No, I don't want to get gas in this fucking place. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Jesus Christ! In Toledo, a tourist? Are you high? You're high in Toledo. Oh, that's awesome. Amusement parks that will bring great wealth. Prior to our interview ending, I asked Kobe, as is customary, if there is anything else she would like to add. After pausing, she offered this. Great destruction will come up upon the Papahashataya. Kulia Simahayanda, holy unto ya, Kiko Kulia Nasai. Yea, my son, Dala Didi, I see Koshantala Lolosi. Yea, my son, Dala Didi, I see Koshantaya. Thank you, Jesus. That was a confirmation. If people don't give me what I earned, in 2013 back, and I'm not on that seat. <laughs> we gotta hear that again. <laughs> Thomas Terrell <laughs> She's She's just fucking has a seizure. <laughs> we go. Here it is again. Great destruction will come up upon the Papahashataya. Kulia Simahai Handa Holia Tia Tiko Kulia Nasai. Yea, my son, Dala Didi, I see Koshantala Lolosi. Yea, my son, Dala Didi, I see Koshantaya. Thank you, Jesus. That was a confirmation. Thank you for your vote, if Jesus. Don't Here, give me what I earned in 2013 back, and I'm not on that seat in November, then you'll see God coming and visiting the city in the greatest destruction you've ever seen. That's not a tourist. You want. It turns out. He'll come back and fill your potholes. <laughs> That's a euphemism. Let me fill that pot. Yeah, it's a euphemism <laughs> for fucking the five-story pussy. That's downtown Toledo. <laughs> she seems perfectly electable. <laughs> she sounds like the back masking you did she last She did. Year. She did. Oh, that's awesome. I love her. I love her. Uh, uh, want a pot of gold? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. You fucking crazy. I'm the scab, man. <laughs> this clip comes from episode 261, Love of Water Balloons, released on November 23rd. Fuck. In Burma, uh, also known as Myanmar, I don't know. Maybe Myanmar is also known as Burma. Constantinople is Istanbul. I don't fucking know. Um, they're they're getting death threats um, from extremist Buddhist monks. I didn't even know you could be an extreme Buddhist monk. 
I mean, how close can you shave your head? <laughs> just take the skin right they're just off. Like, they're You're walking like around decapitated. They're just like, <laughs> they have to hold their head under their arm. <laughs> <laughs> they're just saying, like, I got a fucking pumpkin replacement. <laughs> <laughs> it matches their robes. It totally does. It, it falls totally off does. whenever they're doing their kung fu. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And when you get punched in it, it just takes one good punch right. to put your hand right through a pumpkin. Right, no that's problem. terrible. Yeah. Um, but this is pretty fucking crazy. So um, in Burmese, which is evidently a language, uh, there is no word for vagina. What do you have to say? Like, what, what do you, do you say? say? Like, hey, hon, I want to put it in your stuff. Like, what, do you, what do you say? Like, can you I just have access say front to butt? That's all I, you can say. Can I have access to the hot pocket? Like, what, <laughs> what do you say? It's, there's not even a word at no point with somebody like, hey, we should call that something. Hey, can, can I put my penis in your not penis? <laughs> I don't, it's amazing. I, I it's amazing. We have like, come up with a we word. have like 150 words for vagina. We could just give them one. Be like, okay, guys, gash. Gash is yours. <laughs> That's your you word. guys could just it. say gash. That's what That's you That's fine. Yeah. I would think that you would I would think that even if you were trying not to, at some point you've got to refer to the female genitals <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> just by fucking sheer necessity. Isn't like that amazing. Like somebody's like, Yeah, uh, the baby's coming out. Well, from where? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not sure. <laughs> Somewhere, I don't know. It's, it's not her belly button. It's not it's her like, asshole. It's like it's like vagina. The word is like Voldemort. Like you're not allowed to say the parts which must not be named. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Buddhists are crazy. That's yeah, it's so weird, man. I think, I think that's about ready. That's that's kind of right where we should be on this one. Well, they got some. I, I want to talk about some of the social taboos. Around women's genitalia because they're oh, this so is crazy. This is amazing. Garments, <laughs> clothes that come into close contact with a woman's lower half. I love the lower half. Lower half. Well, like her not calf. her vagina. Maybe yeah. that's what they say. The whole lower half is kaput. <laughs> like like <Yeah>. we can't, <laughs> like you can't touch it all. Anything under the navel is just like dude. Just like running at women with their penises out, slapping them against the fucking. Bellies, like I don't know where to put this. I don't know to do with this thing. They never told me the place. It's somewhere in your lower half. I don't know what to do. And that's such a large area. It's it's like half of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slapping my dick on your knee. I don't know. Is this your? I don't know what it is. I am, am I having sex with you? I don't even know. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter already ejaculated. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it's good, it yeah. good for you. Yeah, was it? Just, like, you covered fucking, my fucking I, ankle in goo. I don't I, know. I folded your leg over and <laughs> fucked the back of your knee. Uh, is that is that okay? So I mean, it was a hole. Was, so. <laughs> so garments that come into close contact with a woman's sec lower half, such as the traditional skirt, whatever thing, or underpants, are considered unclean even after they've been washed. Well, then why wash them? I mean, if they're not going to get clean, 
They all <laughs> they're also believed to have the ability to wait, rob men. Wait, 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 wait. So yeah. they, what do they just throw them out afterwards? Like it's like you have disposable pants. <laughs> I don't know. You're just like, hey, uh, I Look, wore a skirt today, so I should probably throw that away, or it'll be these unclean. Are, these will never be clean because yeah. even after you've washed them, they're still unclean. Or the Maytag guy presume? is just like, no, man, it's cool. Like, throw it in here. <laughs> That's why we built this thing. This works great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it'll be clean. I don't know what that's to tell like, you. That's awesome. Put it here. It's fine. Um, they're also believed to have the ability, these clothes, right, are believed to have the ability to rob men of their hapoon, a concept uh, that should mean vagina, but doesn't. It means uh, masculine power. Well, nothing what? from a woman's lower half is going to rob me of my masculine power. I'm still young enough that I'll get it back in about 15 minutes. Yeah, no matter what. <laughs> I'll give him some masculine power. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Here you go. So it says, as such, it's thought that these items of clothing should never be hung in a place where men will have to walk underneath them. Oh, my God. Right? Because it's the fucking past. Um, it is also unacceptable to wash men's clothes in the same bowl or machine as women's garments. For fear of contamination or loss of power. What what are we like? We're like batteries or something? Like Johnny Five. It's old timey. It's It's all old timey stuff. Dude. And I mean, these guys are even more old timey than the fucking uh, than the Amish. Look at these guys; they don't even have buttons, let alone zippers. <laughs> they don't. It's just it's like a it's one. It's like a wrap. These that, people wear wraps. Yeah, I, I don't like know. Giant. They're like tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> these are dudes walking around in a glorified sarong, yeah. talking about losing their masculinity. <laughs> Tom and Cecil will be back on Monday with a new episode. But until then, we'll leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.